Welcome back to the 4A Baseball Podcast. As we uh, might have hinted at an episode ago, it's trade deadline time. We're recording this on Saturday, late Saturday night. We might have had a couple things that pushed back our schedule. Um, but one of us is going out of town this week, so we kind of just want to get us ahead. So bear with us if there's some big changes over the next week and a half. We're a little bit ahead of them. Tom looks very happy as the Giants let up a two-run home run to lose the ball game. Um, <laughs> how are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Just watch the Giants win. Um, if you watch our former episode or our, our past episodes, you'll know that David Bednar and uh, sorry, this is a tangent. Debate David Bednar and Camilo Duvall debate is over. Camilo Duvall saved the game. There was, there was never a David Bednar two. Camilo Duvall debate. That Woo! wasn't the debate. go Giants. Uh, man, I thought I thought when we came to the trade deadline, I'd be talking about my team uh, selling, but we might be buyers. This is great. Uh, I love this time. Stez, how are you doing about the, the trade deadline? I know your team's going to be active, but maybe not in the way you want. I mean, we're going to trade pretty much Jammer Candelario, and that, that'll probably be, we'll probably get rid of Dickerson, and that'll probably be about it. Maybe move a, somebody. I don't know. I know there's talks about like moving Corbin and like a, a decent relief arm, but I don't think the Nats will do that. Um, yeah, let's, I don't know. Let's start right there. I'll start. Go ahead. Start right there. Brad, what's going on? What do you think, Brad? Well, I think that you mentioned the name of Corey Dickerson being traded, and I kind of looked into it, and there's just really nothing there. Um, it's kind of an empty shell, and I don't really see any teams going for that. The other names I had on the board to possibly trade is Dominic Smith, Lane Thomas, and Jimer Candelario. Obviously, like you mentioned, Patrick Corbin, there's a couple of relief arms who maybe like some team will pay a little bit extra for, but I don't think, I think the only one that gets traded is Candelario. I agree with that. We don't like other guys on this list. Do you think they're too young to be moved? Like Hunter Harvey? I think Lane I Thomas. Mean, the relief arms we talked about. Yeah, that's the relief I, arm. Yeah. Lane Thomas, I feel like might, if they could get him to a decent deal over the next year or two, could be you know, a third or fourth outfielder on the next good Nats team. I mean, if you're going to get rid of one guy, I guess Candelario. I mean, would you consider this a productive season in terms of flipping players if you can only flip one guy? I think it's more of the fact, I think the goal of this year was to let your kids play. And they've done that. Like they have put, I think, five out of nine starting players being young talent. The other half being Alex Call. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Uh Stev's hand is all over his face. They let the kids play and they haven't been playing well. But Who they let, let the kids they play, let man. The, they let the kids play, man, and that's what matters, right? Uh, oh man. That's like the kids Stev's I don't kids. know, man. You might as well just call up you might as well just call up all your all your rookies now and just get them I all mean, up. Let the kids right. play. I think I think we could see James. Well, I think we'll see James Wood and Dylan Cruz by the end of probably next season. Um, outside of that, I don't really know when Hassel will come up. Susanna, uh, Elijah Green, Brady House. I'm not really sure when those guys will come up, but we're gonna let the kids play for now. Well, I guess Stevs, since you're the Nats fan, who would you want in return for a guy like Jamer Candelario? I mean, Jerry, Jerry. Jimmer Candelario hasn't been like sensational this year. I mean, he's probably a he's an all-star-ish caliber third baseman, right? Based on like he he leads the he leads the National League in war. Yeah, he leads the National League in war uh for third baseman. Um 
I feel like a a high a high end C tier, low end B tier prospect would probably be meh. I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling like I agree with that. I think Brad Brad's probably going a little lower than that. I think a C tier prospect. And I can agree. I I understand that, especially since it's just a one year rental. Brad, what do you think about it? There's the person I just sent him in the chat. His name is Simon Muziotti. He is a Philadelphia Phillies prospect. Uh, I think the trade makes very good sense for the <laughs> Phillies. It's a corner infielder where Alec Bohm hasn't been great. They don't have a first baseman. Might hear about that later, but they could use corner infield versatility. GH kind of needed a couple more bats, especially for the bench. I might've put that on every team's depth chart that they need bench depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you look at the guy I just sent you 45 future value guy who is ready to go get major league at bats this year, which I think, the Nath could kind of capitalize on. He's hit at AAA in Lehigh Valley. Um, he's got plus speed. He's got plus arm, plus defense, kind of a below average power tool, but he has an above average hit tool. Maybe there's something there. It's worth a rental where you might get a guy who can play as your fourth outfielder in the future. I mean, with the Nats having so many outfield prospects, I, I, that, that's the reason why I would go against it. But this is a guy you can get for Jamer Candelario, a guy that's on a one-year deal. I mean – you might as well flip him for this guy. I I like this guy's little contact leadoff guy. I mean, he's been hitting very well at the AAA level. You saw him come up last year uh, onto the major league roster for only a couple games. I think it was a tail, tail end of this last season, <laughs> and it was not a very good showing. But uh, he's looked really good in AAA. I'm just hoping he's not a 4A type of guy. Uh, shameless plug to our podcast, but a, a guy that you know doesn't perform well at the major league level. So I mean I agree with Tom. Like we we don't we have plenty of outfield prospects, but like you're not sure if all those players are really going to develop the way you want to. Um, if we get a guy kind of like him, who's kind of more of a contact bat and kind of the opposite of what a lot of our outfielders archetypes are, I don't think it'd be the worst idea. My real big issue is that's the Phillies, and I don't want to give the Phillies absolutely anything. But if it's going to benefit us in the long run, I think it's worth a try, and I think he would be very beneficial where did you guys have him going i was honestly not thinking a team like the phillies um there's a couple teams i had hold on let me go to my let me go to my list let me go to, let me go to the list <laughs> one moment um i don't think uh so i was thinking like the, maybe the twins i don't know i feel like the twins might be a good fit for for candelario i just don't know what we get back in return i feel like it'd be something very similar Probably, maybe the Twins have. I need to pull up. Oh, I do have prospects up. Uh, the Twins, their base right now is Royce Lewis. At first base, it's kind of been a rotation between Joey Gallo, Alex Kirloff, and I think that's kind of it. Uh, you might hear I, about I, a Twins first baseman later. Um, I mean, maybe I, I, I had the say... Orioles on that list. I had the Orioles on that list, and I was thinking that they would just uh, kind of, you know, move Adam Frazier to the bench. He's been the worst player in that lineup. And I was thinking they'd move Adam Frazier to the bench, move Jordan Westberg to second base. I think that's his true position. Um, and that would be where they need Jamer the most. But I'm I'm just thinking just because that's a loaded farm system, obviously you could, you know, throw away one of your lower tier prospects. There's a couple other teams that could be using third baseman too, though. I mean, I think I think ideally I would like to get some sort of pitching prospect, but I don't Brad- know. Did you have any like secondary teams? You you have them on your list? No, I if you I'll share my document at the end of this episode. There is the team player position, the prediction for the team, 
who they receive, and then a list of what every team gets at the trade deadline. That is my document. Okay. All right, so, Stevs, you have Jamer going to who? Twins? Uh, I think I think I like the Twins. Like, we could definitely get some sort of pitching prospect, like a Matt Can- Can- Cantorino or something like that. Um, I don't know if he's good. I would like to follow that Twins trade by going okay. to the Twins. And they're not wow. selling. They're not selling. But I kind of have an underrated bombshell move that they're going to take part in. It's not Paul Goldschmidt, even though I've talked about that a couple of times. It's another first baseman who you've heard of a couple of times. A lot of expected stuff really likes him, but he just keeps underperforming. We had an episode talking about how rookies come up to the league and hit the ball hard. And it's normally a sign of success. And he kind of seems like a failed prospect on one team. I have the Twins doing a prospect swap with the Tigers, where the Tigers get Brooks Lee and the Twins get Spencer Torkelson. There it is, yeah. That would be a that would be a blockbuster. I mean, I this Spencer Torkelson was the the entire Tigers' future at one point. I, I just I don't see them just giving up on that so fast. They were so hyped for him. It was and the old general manager. I know. So I mean, maybe out with the old and with the new, but I, I just can't see them them moving on from a guy that they were so dead set on. Even as even if the GM's new, I still think they're. I don't know. Stevens, are you are you are you in this this category of thinking it's possible? I mean, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibilities, but I don't think I would particularly like it, right? Because Brooks Lee's shortstop prospect. Tigers need middle infield. That's how Javi Baez and Nick Maton. Javi Baez sucks. I understand, but That's I don't tough. like the trade. I, I don't mean, like the trade. He's blocked I by Jorge Polanco, Royce Lewis, and Carlos Correa. And he's I, a top I, prospect. I, think, I, I do think the Twins need to move Brooks Lee. I just don't think Torkelson's the return that they need to get for him. You're not getting a better return for a first baseman unless you get Goldschmidt. I mean, there's another first baseman I was thinking of, and I think you have him on a different team, but I was thinking Carlos Santana going to the Twins. I thought that was an option for them. I think they definitely could use some versatility there. Um, uh, I mean, obviously not like a, a like a standout all-star, but he's still pretty productive in this in this later season in his career. I've seen a lot of Mariners fans on Twitter talking about how like their biggest mistake of the offseason was not re-signing Carlos Santana, which you might think, wow, that's... That sounds stupid. He's not that big of an impact player, but he's huge in the clubhouse. He is fantastic for clubhouse morale. You've seen the dance he did when he hit the walk-off bomb in Pittsburgh. Like all the guys in the clubhouse love him. So that's kind of my hesitation, was my hesitation for trading him from Pittsburgh, but I did end up moving him. Um, If you guys want to, Stevs, did you have him in a trade? Uh, Carlos Santana? Yes. I mean, I definitely think he'll get moved. I'm just not 100% sure as to where. I had him. I had him as a part of a two-person deal to the Boston Red Sox. Him and Rich Hill to the Boston Red Sox in exchange for Chris Murphy and Hudson Head. They're two mid-tier prospects, like for rentals. Um, Nothing spectacular there, but I think the Red Sox could really use 
a first baseman DH. They could use clubhouse vibes, in all honesty. Tristan Casas has been good in two games since the All-Star break, but before that, he's been absolutely nothing. So I think Santana plays in Boston. He's good for the clubhouse, and Rich Hill gives them innings because their starting rotation is completely depleted. Yeah, I mean, it makes I, sense. I just, do you think it's going to get them over the hump of the mighty AL East and even beyond that into the playoffs? I mean, I think they're, I don't think they're going for a full push for the postseason. Yeah. I don't think it makes sense to do that right now. I mean, it's a pretty passive move that would still push them forward into the postseason. I, I, I like the move. Uh, um, Tom, you said you had Santander to the Twins. Did you have Rich Hill being moved at all? I didn't. I, I think he's his value does not come in in postseason. It comes in the fact that he eats innings, you know. And I I don't think that in in any eaters are as valuable in the postseason compared to regular season type of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's more just trying to make sure the bullpen isn't fully on, like always on their feet pitching. It gets it's more of a regular season acquisition. I could see it potentially. Um, I mean, just as a guy getting thrown in, but I don't know if that hurts the trade or if it helps. Um, but I think with a team like the Red Sox, who have awful pitching, uh, it could be useful. Steve, did you, you have Rich Hill? No, I'm just thinking, what do you guys think about like that same type of trade, like throwing Rich Hill and Santana together to the Guardians? I kind of like that move. I just don't think the Guardians need a pitcher. That's kind of all they have. Uh, well, so I think, but they kind of, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries lately. And I think having an inning either like Hill would be helpful. And then when those players do come back, he can kind of ride for a little bit in the postseason and and give those guys the kind of the, the, the light that they need, right? And let them work. And then Santana adds a much needed power bat into this lineup. Well, I did have a different power bat from the same team going to the Guardians. I had Andrew McCutcheon getting traded to the Guardians. I could see that. I, I had I had Andrew McCutcheon on my list of players to get traded. He he's very versatile. He can go to a lot of other teams. Uh, he's not necessarily in his prime form anymore, but he's still a very useful bat. Um, very good this year. And the Guardians are are going for that spot. I could also see them going for a, a bigger splash and guys like Cody Bellinger. But um, is that a prediction? It, it is. <laughs> I had Cody Bellinger going to the Guardians. I. Cody Bellinger could go anywhere. I mean, every I mean, you look at Cody Bellinger right now. I mean, he's hit three home runs in the last two days. He has like seven RBIs. Um, he's very useful to the team, and I think almost every ball club could use a Cody Bellinger. I could see him going to the Giants too. I could see him going to nearly every team in baseball right now, except for like the Braves, who don't need anyone. So I, I mean, you could really go anywhere with this one with the Cody Bellinger pick, but I picked the Guardians just because I feel like they need to make a push, and this is. It's all if it's fair game for an AL Central team. I feel like if you're the Twins or the Guardians, you have to go all in because there's no competition. Dev, did you have either McCutcheon or Bellinger going to the Guardians? No, not to the Guardians. But I was looking and I was kind of thinking about maybe Houston for one of them and give Houston like outfield depth because they've had a lot of injuries. So I mean, I know which one? That's the question. And I, I, I think it would be funny to have see Kel, see Bellinger in a Astros jersey. I think I'd put McCut. I'd rather have go happen. Go there. I think Bellinger retire. He'd retire. 
Yeah, How I more... think I think I like McCutcheon there better. All right, where do you have McCutcheon going, Tom? Well, I gotta I gotta look through the standings again because McCutcheon was was someone that I had as a as a candidate, but I didn't actually give him a team. Um, man, I I don't know who needs this push. I oh, I I know where I want Bellinger to go. Where? I don't think they need him though, but I want to see him go to the Diamondbacks. They don't need him though. I think that I would think be that would... fun. I mean, Cody Bellinger's and 2021 I, heroics really uh, turned the I think tide. Could give the, the Diamondbacks so. a push that they really need, but I don't think. I'm still pissed about that. I don't that. think it would really be that helpful. Yeah, Cody Bellinger bats like borderline 200, and then comes against the Giants and hits 350. Um, <laughs> I could see, I could see um, McCutcheon being moved to a team like the Marlins if they're still in contention, just as another bat in the lineup, um, and maybe an outfielder that could. Bellinger could be a decent idea there too because that gives them some uh defense in the outfield they yeah. really don't have. I, I no, I like Bellinger to the Marlins a lot better. All right. So Stevs with Bellinger to the Marlins over the Diamondbacks. Um okay. I had Bellinger, where do I have him going? I had him going to the Yankees. That's so annoying, man. That's it makes so too much sense. It makes it too does. much sense. It really does. But what if he gets scared? Then he'll be uh, he'll be exactly a, he'll be a New York that. Yankee. Yeah. Uh, I had him getting traded for Will Warren, who is a fifty grade pitcher all across the board. Uh, he's good enough. He performs well in the minor leagues. He's got that turbo sinker that the Yankees preach. Uh, Cubs desperately need pitching prospects. The Yankees need now help. So it's a good trade. You want to talk about another uh, Chicago Cub? Sure. Marcus Stroman, baby. He's going to the Giants. He's going to the Giants. I'm telling you, Marcus Stroman's going. Brad, you going to. I have him going to the Giants. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a jersey, Stabs. Wait, Stabs, who'd you, who'd you going are to? You actually, are you actually going to get a Stroman Red jersey? Pulley. He's going he's gonna, to like, immediately leave our franchise, but it's okay. I love Marcus Stroman. He fits like a sale in the offseason. He fits the Giants mold pretty well. He's a guy that's going to get a lot of ground balls, and our infield is. Very good on defense now. We got J.D. Davis, Tyrell Stroud, obviously. Uh, with Used to have him. Tyrell will be back in no time, Brad. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, we obviously have Brandon Crawford, who can't hit, but he's really good in the field still. So I think having a ground ball pitcher like that, who's been dominating very good teams this season, is the push that the Giants need, especially on the pitching side. I think that the price for Stroman is going to be very high. And I think the Giants pay a very high price in Marco Luciano, their number two prospect. No, because I think they they like we have to have Strowman, and I haven't seen good things out of Luciano. I think you've been on that same train where I know it, it's been kind of red flags. If you look this year, it's an eight ten OPS in AAA. Um, okay. It's nothing that's going to blow you away. He looks kind of like a arm and maybe power kind of bat but if you're looking for a power bat and the guy's got 11 home runs and 200 at bats yeah i this guy's been a project for longer than i would have liked um five years in fact oh my gosh we signed him in 2018 i've been paying attention to this guy for a while and i've been excited for the arrival of luciano but i just uh i've been disappointed for some time now i think getting Strowman will be is he have one more year or is he 
it's this year in a player option, but I could see the Giants liking having direct one-to-one talk with him and looks for an extension. Yeah, I mean, we have money to spend. We don't like spending money, so, I mean, Stroman could be a guy we extend. That would become a pretty good rotation if we can lock down Cobb, too, who's older mm. but has still been pretty effective this season. So that's where you have Stroman going. Well, so I I like the Giants. I think that is probably the best fit, but I'm literally just playing hypotheticals while you guys were talking and seeing different teams. I was looking at Baltimore. I was looking at Texas, which I don't really think he'll fit well in either of those places, but I kind of like the idea of Houston. I think that might be a decent idea. They, I mean, they have a pretty good infield to work with. What? What's wrong I, with I'm that? not going to lie. I think Baltimore was my number two on the list. Like, I was thinking about Baltimore, too. But Houston, Brad, what do you mean, got? Houston needs my number two is the Diamondbacks. I could see that, too. But I, I I think the Diamondbacks are, nah, Giants. I, I, I definitely think the Giants are the best option. I think they have the prospect capital to move uh, for Stroman. And I do agree with Brad. I think they want that one-on-one. I think they want Stroman in the offseason. And I think that one-on-one time with them to try and get an extension or use that player option or whatever will be very beneficial for the Giants. Did anyone else have any other of the Cubs getting traded? I mean, I'm just looking now. I don't I don't think that Kyle Hendricks, he had a pretty bad – he's had two bad starts in a row. Before that, I would have probably considered him good. You got you got two ancient people in Jan Gomes and uh, Kyle Hendricks. I I think if anyone's gonna get traded, it's Jan over Kyle Hendricks. But I agree with Tom. Who needs Jan? I I there's a lot of teams that need Jan. Brad, who who needs Jan? The Miami Marlins. Okay, <laughs> yeah, actually, I actually entirely agree with that take. Okay, Brad, yes. Explain though. So they have Jacob Stallings as their primary catcher, who, if you go look at fielding run value, is a whole negative one. And he is a non-bat defensive catcher, and he is underperforming as a defensive catcher. Jan Gomes can offer offensive upside, same veteran experience, and it's going to be a very low price to get him, so I don't see why not. I mean, I like yeah. I, I definitely like it. I miss Jan Gomes. He was a good catcher for the Nationals. Nope. I always hated him, though. I hated him. He was so annoying. He was bad. You hate it? You hated both him and Kurt Suzuki. No, I love Kurt Suzuki, Steph. You're getting me mixed up with someone else. No, you're like, I hate Kurt Suzuki. And then he hit that walk-off against the Mets. And you're like, this guy's the greatest player I've ever seen in my life. I love love that guy. Day one, baby. Day one. Um, That MLB The Show moment was awful. Yeah, it really was. All right, Brad, do you want to talk about Kyle Hendricks? I didn't have him moving at this deadline. I didn't either. Okay. Who are we moving on to next? Okay, so let's get to the first big one. The first big one, it's not the biggest of ones, but it is a big one. His name is Dylan Cease, who I have put on, I have accidentally put on the sheet as Dian Cease. Um, He's dying. Yeah, he's in Chicago. Um, Dylan Cease, he's very high upside, very good last year. Cy Young, too. He's really regressed this year, so it's a little bit buying lower, but I think a lot of teams see the upside there. Stevs. Where's he going? That's a great question, Brad. I like the Orioles. I like the Orioles because I they I mean obviously they have the prospect capital to do it. Um and I think that he has team control, right? For three years this year and two more. So I, I definitely think and they can work on extension, work on trying to 
come up with something, and then they it gives them three years to have this type of high level arm. So I'd like the Orioles. I like the Orioles too, but I have a weird move. I have a weird, really weird move. Like the the Reds just come out of nowhere and just are like, Dylan, we want you, and he goes to the Reds. I I feel like this move would be weird, but given the three years of control and the fact that they're somehow re-entering a competitive window, I see this as a pretty a pretty good move for them, and that really does give them one of the best potential starting rotations in baseball. That's four really good guys. I mean, four potentially really good guys. Uh, I like Lodolo, hasn't been performing well. I like Graham Ashcraft because of Brad and his weird combinations. Both of those guys are just bound to break out eventually, and then you got Hunter Green and Dylan Cease. That's I mean, that'd be unstoppable um, if you can build something around that. Um, obviously, Dylan Cease needs some work, but I, I like him going to a team like Cincinnati, a team that's still rebuilding and can still develop him. Brad, what are you thinking? I, those are the two teams I was debating between because I feel like they're both teams that aren't going to go for rentals, or at least like that's not what their focus is. They want guys who will be a part of their championship winning team, and I think Dylan Cease fits, fits both of those molds. But I think the Orioles are more desperate to do it. And I think they cough up a little bit more prospect capital because it's not going to be a cheap trade. Like he is going to be an expensive cost for either team. I got the Orioles trading Kobe Mayo and Heston Kierstad for Dylan Cease. I like Heston Kierstad, man. He's a great prospect, but Dylan Cease is major league proven. It's the price you got to pay. I don't want to lose him to the White Sox. Don't banish him to the White Sox, man. It's the price you got to pay. I'll banish him to the White Sox. God. <laughs> oh, man. Well, rest in peace, Heston. But I think both those teams are definite, definite possibilities for him. Man, this whole thing. He's got to go to a. He's got to go to a younger team that has some sort of future in front of him. He's not going to go to a team that's like has been competing for a while and will continue to compete or is at the end of their championship window, right? I think the Astros could reach out and try, but I don't think they have enough for them. Um, there is an entire starting rotation of players available. Did anyone have Michael Clevenger getting moved? I didn't, but I had a different Michael. But Stevs, did you have Clev- Did you have Clevenger going off? No, I think of them, I think he's the least likely to get moved, and so I didn't have him going. Brad, did you have him moving somewhere? No. Okay. The other Michael, he's going to the Dodgers because Brad right. wants him. Brad, okay. Brad asked Brad asked the Dodgers. He emailed the GM, said, "Please get Michael Kopech." And hey, Andrew. Hey, hey! I know, I know, we haven't met before. This, this is guy on the uh, the White Sox. Brad, where'd you have him going? I have him going to the Reds. The other side, the, the Reds miss out on Cease. They go for Kopech. It's a bit more of a project than Cease. But I feel like it's a worthwhile project because he got two and a half years to do it. Um, he showed signs of life late May, early June, I believe, where he struck out nine, 10, 10 batters and consecutive starts. So he clearly had something right. It involved dropping the arm slot a little bit. And if the Reds can really tap into that, it might not be a this year type of pitcher, which is what they want, but it is a the next two years where he'll be in there with Ashcraft, Green, Lodolo, and Andrew Abbott. Like that? Um, Stevs. Stevs. Change my mind, Brad. I agree. Michael Kopech will be a red. Where else will he? Where were you leaning before? Um, I was leaning towards Houston because I think it's a little bit of a cheaper deal. 
and they have they definitely have the facilities to kind of turn him around the way they want to. I agree with that. I think I had the Reds paying a little bit higher of a price because once again, team control for two and a half years. If you guys are familiar with Chase Petty, he was that high school kid a couple of years ago on Instagram who was throwing like 102 in bullpens. Uh, I have him going and Christian Encarnacion Strand, who's one of their top hitting prospects right now. He just happens to be blocked at every single position in the infield. So, and he doesn't really have a position. So him going to the White Sox to try and find one isn't the worst case scenario. Um, Lance Lynn and Lucas Giolito. Lucas. Uh, I'm going to the Houston Astros. I feel like if there's teams that can fix Lucas Giolito, I feel like the Astros would come out on top, uh, you know, if you need teams that actually need pitching right now. Um, I could also see the Dodgers as possible suitors as well, but I have the Astros getting Lucas Giolito and possibly signing him to an extension. I don't know what you mean by fixing. Obviously, the under under the hood stuff doesn't look great. But he's got a three four five this year in 112 innings. It's the best season we've seen from Lucas Giolito since like twenty season twenty one. Yeah. yeah. Wait. No. He. No. Brad. No. He's very no. He's, yeah, he's very up and down. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. Hundred seventy eight innings pitched to a three five. I feel like he can be elite. Like everyone else thought when he was when he was coming up out of the minors, and he's been a good pitcher, but not exactly what we thought. And I think that he can reach new highs with a new a new club. Um, I think he'll go definitely to a team that can fix him, but I think he's going home. He's going to the Dodgers. He's already tied to the Dodgers. There's already rumors about it. He's a rental. He's from the area. He's a Harvard Westlake kid. He's going to home. Uh, my own personal headcanon, I want him to go to Atlanta, but I, it's the Dodgers. I, I think it'd be stupid if the Dodgers don't go out and get him, and I think it'd be stupid if the White Sox don't give him there. I think the, it's a perfect match in both sides, and then I think he'll resign there. I would so, like that. A lot, a lot of people thought Tim Anderson would be moved at the deadline before he started sucking. And now I don't think he's going to get moved at all because I don't think anyone wants him. But in, in my like one month in prediction, I would have predicted Tim Anderson and Lucas Giolito to be shipped at the same time to the Los Angeles Dodgers, but that's not the case anymore. Um, So I've switched up on that. Did you have Tim Anderson moving Brad? Nope. I was trying to, I was trying to find a team for him, but I was like, there's no team that wants to pay the price. The White Sox are going to ask for that. Yeah, no, definitely not. How much team control do they have of him left? Uh, club option next year. Yeah. All right. They'll probably pick that club option up, I would assume. I don't think they'll let him walk. There is one more starting pitcher on this team. And there, there's one relief pitcher I didn't put on the sheet, but they're the one I did put on the sheet. Lance Lynn and Reynaldo Lopez. I don't think there's a chance they leave Atlanta because I have Lance Lynn and Reynaldo Lopez going to Atlanta for Vaughn Grissom. Whoa! Major League ready player who can automatically like go into that infield now for a, for two rentals. Braves need starting pitching. Will Freed and Wright heal up? Worst things worse, they go to a six person rotation with Lance Lynn, who I feel like is the perfect Braves pitcher. So, who's to say they can't put a little Braves magic on that arm and fix him up? 
you know, I was thinking like a potential Lance Lynn reunion with the Rangers. Um, you know, he's going back home to the team that he kind of broke out with. Um, but the movie you just said made a lot of sense too. Um, I'm switching up. Yeah, I'm going to do the one that you did because I see it as more likely actually, unfortunately. This is the agree with Brad episode because I spent yeah. like two hours on this today. Uh, I need to go outside. How's <laughs> Reggie Evelyn going? Uh, I do. I, I do like your your trade, Brad, but I want, I want to be different. Um, and since I moved Kopech to uh to huge or yeah to, what did I move the, Kopech to the Reds? You moved so, him to the Reds. Yeah. So I'm gonna move. I'm gonna have Lance Lynn go to the Astros. It's either, I kind of like him. I like a fit there with the Rays as well, but I don't think I don't know if the Rays would do that. It, if you guys talk about your Reynaldo Lopez real quick, I I would love to go talk about the Rays. Um, I like Reynaldo Lopez with the Blue Jays. I think that would be a good fit. Tom. I mean, the Blue Jays. Who, wait, who are we talking? Reynaldo Lopez, the reliever of the White Sox. The other, the other piece in the Adam Eaton trade. I can see him going to the Rays because a lot of those guys that they relied on last season and even the beginning of this season have been struggling recently, and I think they kind of need someone in there to step up. And I think they're gonna do what it takes to you know solidify that bullpen and tighten it up. Uh, I think that, that that's the answer. I mean, they definitely need a lefty in there too. Who's the best lefty in that bullpen for the Rays? Um, Sean Armstrong. So I, they could use another one though. They could definitely. I'm forgetting lefty. a very obvious name. No, I'm not. We're not forgetting Jason Adam, Pete Fairbanks, Jake Diekman. No, that's the one. But hey, another lefty doesn't hurt, and any lefties don't hurt. And yeah. I think that the the Rays can upgrade him, like they do with everyone. I'm pretty sure he's right-handed, Tom. No, he's not. Yeah. He's he's right-handed. No. Yeah, lied to. He's a right-handed pitcher for oh, the Chicago I'm boys. Oh, with that other guy, dude. Shoot, who am I kidding? Garrett about? Crochet. No, they should trade Garrett. I'm just kidding. He's too young. That's okay. They could use a right-hander. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my whole tangent. They could use a right-hander, Stas. Uh, speaking of the Rays, there I have them being quite active at this trade deadline. So I'll throw up a couple easy names first and then blockbuster number two. Brad Keller, <laughs> the Kansas City Royals. I am getting traded for five hundred thousand dollars to the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> That's such a raise move though. Like, it is. That is such a raise move. And he has upside that the Royals clearly don't know how to tap into. I think it makes sense. It's very cheap. So there's my Brad Keller to the Rays. Do if you care, care to talk about Brad Keller? I literally don't think the Rays can, I mean, the uh, Royals can flip anyone on that team. I, yeah. I don't. I mean, the Rays can develop him probably, but you think they're going to go for someone a little better? Yes, I do. I think okay. I so I don't think I don't think any of the Royals are really going to get flipped. In all honesty, I think the most likely is Amir Garrett. Who um, got DFA'd? Did he actually? Yeah. So they could clear a roster space, but I'm assuming he'll get traded from being DFA'd. Um, 
Well, I was gonna say I think uh go having him move to Texas or not Texas. Uh Houston would be a good idea. Everyone goes to Houston stabs. I could see the the Rays picking up a guy like Jordan Montgomery. Did you I did not have him getting them getting Jordan Montgomery. Okay. I had them getting Jack Flaherty. Oh, different guy, same team. Very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you have any St. Louis Cardinals moving to the Tampa Bay Rays? I feel like I feel like there's going to be at least one player from the Cardinals that moves to the Rays at this deadline. Stavis, Why are you so certain about that? I just I feel like it's going to I a lot of options. Like, I don't think they're going to stop at, at that. I think they're going to get Jordan Hicks too. I, I there's two teams that could get Jordan Hicks, and I forgot what the other one was. I don't have my paper pulled up. Hold on, but I think the Rays will come out on top for the Jordan Hicks move. I don't see why not. I. Why not? So, I I like I'm gonna go with Jordan Hicks, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Diamondbacks for Jordan Hicks. I like that one. I like I that fit a lot better. That might have been the one that I was probably thinking of. I did not have him going to either of those two teams. I had him going to the Miami Marlins. He is cheap. He is a rental, and he throws 102. Three things that they don't have in that bullpen right now. Only one of okay. those is actually important on the field, but. They don't have the strongest of bullpens, and that's kind of a place that the Marlins could use a little bit of reinforcements. So, Jordan Hicks, have fun. Um, Like, back to the Rays, where I said that blockbuster number two comes in. Okay. Oh, Lord. There's this team that this month is very important for. Oh, no, I know what it's going to be. And they have some certain players, not just a player, who... Could be a little bit interesting. Here's the thing. This guy was traded last off, uh, last trade deadline. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's over. It's over. Stav! And he has a teammate <laughs> who's a free agent after this season who's kind of familiar with this organization. Juan Soto and Blake Snell to the Tampa Bay Rays for here's all the prospects. Curtis Veed, oh, Mason Montgomery, Ian Seymour, and Oslevia Spasabe. So you saw the talk. You saw the I, talk in baseball one, didn't you? No, this was my it's Blake a- Snell going back to the Rays makes too much sense. I, I agree with Blake Snell. I'll I, I'll give you that. I need to look at Juan Soto. Are you gonna look in his eyes or something? Yeah, just look uh, at him. Yeah, I want to gaze into his eyes. Are you going to go? Are you going to move to the Rays? Are, are you going to go to the Rays, Juan? What? So, I, I thought Blake, I thought Blake okay, had so, two more years left. No, he's up after this year. No, this is oh, well, that changes year. my entire perspective on this because Blake, it's too obvious then. Okay, well, Blake, because he's he's literally been the best pitcher in baseball in the last month. I, I think I could say that. Since they got confident. Gary Sanchez. Since they got Gary Sanchez. He's been the best I forgot to say, Gary Sanchez to the Rays. Throw that in there, yeah. <laughs> throw it in, throw him in. Okay, that does make sense though. So, but but the, there's no way the Rays are gonna offer Soto the type of contract he wants. Right? They're not going to, so but they don't need to. It's literally just a rental for two years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, don't, I don't hate the trade, but I'm he hits thinking the ball in Tampa Bay. It fits too well. It it makes too much sense. Like, he's going to go play. He probably would, honestly, they might throw him at DH because his defense is so god-awful. But, Gold Glove finalist. Um, He makes sense there. It's 
they're probably the only opportunity for the Rays to go get star players isn't through free agency, it's through trades. And they have an opportunity to go get him for one and a half years, and they have the ability to offer him a qualifying offer after next year. They have the ability to put Blake Snell on their rotation, which is kind of important considering that considering that Shane McClanahan's been injured. He's supposed to start Monday. Glassnow's on an innings limit. Eflin has been fantastic, but knock on wood, he stays healthy for the first time ever. Taj Bradley has been sputtering, and Yanni Trinos has been okay. Sputtering. Yes. Oh, man. This is tough. This I, I'm thinking about another guy on the same Padres team. I think they're going to do a little Padres fire sale. Hashtag field rebuild or hashtag uh, that GM sucks. You have uh, them winning the whole thing this year, Tom? Yeah. I gave up on that. This team is horrible. Um, Josh Hader. Yes. Joshua Hader. Um, I really don't want to say this. Actually, you guys go ahead first. You guys go ahead first and I'll wait here. What? No, you can't do that. You were the one, you were the one that started that. You have to go. And neither of you said Soto. Yeah, I, I'm still thinking, Brad. I don't okay. want I don't him think, to get traded I don't again. Think... But on the same token, I don't want him to be on the Padres anymore. I I don't want to see him on the Padres either, but I just I don't see it happening. I don't see him being moved I... at the deadline. That took so much work for both clubs to get him moved at that deadline. I just don't see it happening again. I mean, I know he's not as good as he was when he got traded from the Nats. And don't say he's not because he's a little bit worse than he was when he got traded from the Nets. It's just not going to happen. I don't see it happening. So, I, I would like to see it happen, but it's just not. It's in just my too- opinion, there are three possibilities for this, for, for a Juan Soto trade. He doesn't get traded. I agree with Brad. I like that Rays trade. I think it makes a lot of sense for both ball clubs because it replenishes the Padres' prospect capital. It gives the Rays a bat that they will – it definitely use and it gets Blake Snell back on the team, which they definitely need starting pitching. And then the Yankees, because the Yankees are literally just going to go all out and try and get some semblance of something. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only potential one I see is the Yankees and I don't think the Yankees are going to get it done because their prospects are not enough for the Padres to convince them. And I just, I don't know. I think if, if it is a Yankees trade, they will throw in a, a Volpe or a Cabrera or uh whatever, one of those three, like along with a bunch of like a Jason Dominguez or something like that. Yeah, there's no That'd trade value. Yeah, they don't have much I, trade value. Uh, I don't see Soto moving at this deadline, but if it does happen, then this would be one of the craziest deadlines because this is this is star player number one, like star star player number one out of like three in this this we'll talk about two more guys maybe more even that are going to shatter the baseball world when they get traded or if they get traded but i just don't think out of those three guys i think this is the guy with the least chance to get traded do you agree with that though i i get it i think it's just so they have one more year you're talking about what's this for this who are the the star star players because obviously it's soto Shohei, paul goldschmidt that Brad is it? Yeah, he's the. the he's, yep. You could yep. say Scherzer if you have him getting moved. Yeah, he does. Um. Okay. So, Steph, Soto or no Soto? To want or to oh, not no, want? Brad. I'm not wanting right now. Steph, are you not wanting? 
It just you makes want, too much sense. It, it makes. I don't want him. I don't want him. I, moved, I made that joke but, first. But I said it louder. Um. But it the, that raise trade just makes so much sense for both sides. And I think they're gonna do it. And it, I don't know. He's not gonna get moved this year, but he might get moved in the off season. There you have it, folks. So Joshua Hader, teammate of Juanito, so Juan Jose Soto Pacheco. Um, Tom, you were starting to talk about him. I, I think the two teams that are going to be going for him are both my division rivals. I think it's going to be between the Padres, I mean, not the, the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. And I think he's going to the Diamondbacks. But either way, I don't like the trade because they're going to a division rival. I don't, I don't want to face Josh Hader. I'm tired of this guy. Um, cause I've, I've had to face him cause he's on the Padres, but no, I think he's going to the Diamondbacks. Brad, where are you at on this one? I like the move. It's interesting. However, I think that there's a team who could really use a spark and some security at the back of the bullpen, insert 20 teams here, but there is a team who is a little bit far away from San Diego. You kind of have to go very, very Northeast, Northeast over the border to Toronto who could use a huge left-handed arm out of the bullpen to pair with Jordan Romano. We've seen Hader can throw not in the ninth inning. He did that to start his career. The Brewers used to just use him in the highest leverage situation. And that's what you should do with your best reliever. And I could see them using Hader as their like deploy shutdown emergency and then Romano for the ninth. So Josh Hader to the Toronto Blue Jays in exchange for, excuse me, exchange for Addison Barger and Adam Mako. You might remember Adam Mako as being traded in the Eric Swanson trade. I remember. Yep. Um, I like that trade, Brad, but I had him going a little more south. And by a little more, I mean a lot more to Miami. Um, I think the left, a nice, like a Josh Hader caliber lefty oh, arm in that bullpen will be very 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 nice aj puck yeah okay yeah yes they have aj puck but is, is aj puck josh Hader? you throw lefty um i don't know i i think i think it's not a bad move for them but a team that's so you know built around pitching probably needs to go out and get bats this 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 postseason run if they're going to really make a run for it um but like, I, imagine I how. Um, I think they can. I mean, they can do both, right? They can go out and get bats, and then they can go out and get Josh Hader too. If you go out and get I Josh mean, Hader, it you're gonna get you're just, gonna get one of those Angels reports where it's like Sandy Alcantara, you know, Griffin Jacks. No, that's that's the other guy, wrong guy. Uh, AJ Puck and Josh Hader combined for 15 strikeouts over nine innings as the Marlins lose one nothing. Like it's it's you need to score the runs, man. I just I think they're gonna. The Marlins I think, have an opportunity I think they, to make a I think they will move. get offensive bats, but I think they'll get defensive think, bats. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Yeah, I get to give me some right here. Yeah. Two strike. Two strike approach. Two strike? Shorten up, get low, get wide. All right. So does that wrap up the um the I mean the Padres for fire sale? Do we have any more players we want to talk about from that? From uh that? I, I had Luis Garcia going to the Braves for Jesse Franklin the fifth. That's a Braves type of move right there. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, that is definitely <laughs> that, that, that's that's my prediction. That's a Braves move. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. Where do we want to go next? Let's shoot off. Um, 
Let's go to the mid of this thing. Any Guardians getting traded? I don't think there's any value in Josh Bell. I don't think they're going to move Shane Bieber or Ahmed Rosario. It really yeah. depends if Shane is okay or not. Um, I had Shane I don't, a possible destination as the Giants for Shane. Steves, he's he just got an MRI. And he's on the 15-day IL. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't think they would still move him, regardless of if he's healthy or not. I mean, he was a big conversation guy right here, but Brad, do you think he's a guy that gets moved? No. I think the industry did it. Like once and for all, he's not getting yeah. traded. I think that's definitely something that teams don't want to see, uh, especially if you're giving away high, high prospects for this guy. Uh, I think he's off the market now. And I agree. for Ahmed Rosario, he's like the worst defender in baseball. And Josh Bell is just bad. So, I mean, <laughs> there's not bad. much you can do there. This is a young squad, too. I mean, you can't really trade your young guys yet. This team is going to be good in the future. Just a sophomore slump. You know where it is. I know how that is. Um, here we go. So the Colorado Rockies have already proven that they are sellers. They traded off Mike Moustakis to the Los Angeles Angels. Let's go. However, they have a couple expiring contracts and some interesting names in the form of Charlie Blackman, Randall Gritchick, Herman Marquez, and CJ Crow. I did not have Randall Gritchick or Herman Marquez getting moved because that would be too smart, right? Tom, Stavs, either of you? What did you say? Randall Gritchick, Herman Marquez. Yeah, no, I only had... I only had- yeah. Okay. I'm glad we're on this. I think her mom I think her mom might get moved. Where to? Nah. Tom what? This... Um, I could see the Braves going and trying to get him. I feel like that could be a decent move. Don't what? Sorry, someone moved the chair outside my room. Okay. The big one we've been waiting for. It's not CJ just Crone. one. It's been five years. Trade <laughs> CJ Crone, please. Um CJ Crone is going to the Brewers, baby. Wait, Braddy, did you? I didn't have just him going to the Brewers. Oh, you 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 did a little you did a little move. Hold on, let's see. Him uh, and Charlie Blackman. No way. Who's on the final? Charlie. Who's on baseball savant is not actually as bad as you think it would be. Don't look at the defense. Um, Charlie Blackman's on the last year of his contract, so it's not going to be too costly for the Brewers who don't want to spend any money. And they trade him for failed prospect Ethan Small and Freddie Zamora because the Rockies will accept that. They'll be like, ooh, pretty Pritchers. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. And it makes a lot of sense for the Brewers who are lacking in offense right now. CJ Crone will pretty much be their everyday DH. You could put Charlie Blackman in versus right-handed pitching. The home road splits aren't great. I think it's like an 820 OPS to a 720 on the road. It's still serviceable. You assume he'll probably find somewhere in between. He's a left-handed bat, still above average speed, good contact, doesn't whiff too badly. Um, It makes sense to get him. I think it's a good move. Where'd you have CJ going to? And or um, Blackman? I was looking, right? Because I kind of like the Seattle Mariners. I think they might be a decent fit. Um, but I, I like the, the two for one there. I think so. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go CJ Crone goes to the Mariners, and then Charlie Blackman gets shifted to Texas. Steves, do you think that Elias Diaz gets moved? I think it would be smart for them too, but I don't think they will. That's precisely what I thought because 
they've done this with CJ Crone. They've done this in the past. Uh, and then when they pull the trigger, it's absolutely stupid, like Nolan Arenado. So you never know when they're going to do something like that. They clearly regret the decisions they've made, and they just don't want to trade anyone now. Um, I saw an email talking about – did you see the email? Yeah, Dick. Did you see that? Dick. <laughs> There's an email sent from an iPad from the GM of the Rockies saying that they – No, no, no. Not the GM. The owner? The owner. Saying, don't count so them out worse. of the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. Don't count them out. Um, where, where, who? It's possible. Brad, just give me, give me, give me the players that they could possibly trade for Shohei. Get Zach Veen. He's injured. Zach, Zach Veen. He's getting wrist surgery. All oh right. God. Ideal Amador, Zach Veen, Yankeel Fernandez, section not a bad prospect. Drew Romo, Benny Montgomery, Gabriel Hughes, Warming Burnable, Sterling Thompson, Jaden Hill, Jordan Beck, Jordy Vargas, and one percent Atlanta Braves Foundation. Um. Yeah, stabs. Yeah, Brad try to try to get the Rockies to trade for Shohei Challenge. Impossible difficulty. For real. Uh Blackman for you? I didn't have Blackman moving. I no. don't think I don't think he's someone that I don't know. I don't think he's many someone that someone's gonna want to go for. I think if he's going to move, he's going to be in a package deal like you mentioned. All right. He's shifting down to two very mid teams, the Tigers and the Royals. Um you can start with whoever you have getting moved on those teams. Eduardo Rodriguez to the Dodgers. Yeah, Brad, you don't like that? You don't no. like that, Brad? You ain't no. messing with the move? Nah. What? Steph, nope. what do you have, Eduardo? Because I'll let Brad go last. See where, see where Steph puts him. Looks like Steph needs a minute. Brad, where do you have Eduardo Rodriguez yes. going? I mentioned a team going to get a left-hander. Uh-oh. And I feel like this team needs one more starting pitcher, given how lackluster one of their left-handed starting pitchers is. Yusuke Kikuchi hasn't been great. Alec Manoa is questionable. And they could really use a starter down the stretch, and that's the Toronto Blue Jays. And I have them getting traded for like a decent prospect in Arelvis Martinez. Man. Stavis, where are you at on this? You're going to hate me, Tom. No, Stavis. I... I like the San Francisco Giants. I don't hate it either. I I, I think hate it. I think it's a pretty good deal. I think you could probably trade some mid to mid to high tier prospects to get him, and Brad, probably not Eduardo, a lot of value. Do you think Eduardo is overperforming and that he's going to regress significantly? Or I think he'll, he'll be a serviceable three or four starter, better than Sean Manaya. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think, his percentiles are good. I think they look good, and I mean, he's definitely better than Sean Maniah, as Brad mentions. <laughs> you think? Do you think it's an overpay, seeing as the Tigers dished out so much money for Eduardo, who has looked like he's worth the deal now, but you know, going into it was a very stupid idea. He do does he, have an opt out after this year. He does, I know, but do you think he takes that opportunity with yes. the money he's getting paid? Yeah. Do you think he can get more? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I don't dislike the move, Stevs. Um, Eduardo could be could be the the missing puzzle piece we're looking for, but I just see the Dodgers. Julio Rios has been so bad. I look at last they, night. I don't know. Shh, Mets fake. Um, I I like Eduardo to the Dodgers. Um, and that I think that might be the only Dod the only Tiger I have moving at this deadline. I literally don't think anyone else is worth moving. All right, I, I'm. I'm gonna speed run a couple just okay. because I have, okay. I have Stevs, you go. Well. 
It's just Michael Lorenzen. I, I like his fit with the Reds. I think it would be a decent pickup for them. Like where he used to be? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Going back. Going back. I home. also have him getting traded. I have him going to the Boston Red Sox. Uh, that is a trade. They need starting pitching. Woohoo. It's cheap. Very cheap to get him. He was an all-star bargaining power. Woohoo. And I have Matthew Boyd making his long-awaited return with the San Francisco Giants. He's actually not horrible. He has value, can swing man, kind of fits into that bullpen day vibe, can probably eat three or four innings. And once again, he's cheap. So he fits the Giants mold pretty well. I don't know about his ability to go deep into games. Um, but with the Giants, that doesn't really matter, especially with our top three guys in the rotation being guys that can go pretty deep into games. Um, so he definitely can be a day four, day five type of guy, or even an opener. I don't dislike the move. I don't dislike the move. Um, I haven't really paid attention to Matthew Boyd this season. Has he been serviceable compared to uh, previous seasons? I did a I did a peek at the percentiles when I pondered this question. Sorry, I was trying to go for consonants there. It just it it failed. Uh, he he gets <laughs> he gets chases. He has a high spin fastball. He's fine. He is literally average. I wouldn't complain. I think it's potential uh, for any team to develop this guy. I feel like he still hasn't reached his peak. He was a very high prospect when he was coming up. So I think there's a there's a world where he could be really good. All right, because the Royals don't deserve much of our time, Brad Cal or anyone, I have him to the Rays. I, I didn't have anyone moving. Why is Bobby Wood on the list? Why yeah, is Bobby because Wood on the list? Because it was a, it was a possibility. Yeah. It, it was something that I read, and I was just like, okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, I had two of their relievers coming home to the Los Angeles Dodgers. We saw them firsthand in Amir Garrett and Scott Barlow. They kind of shut us down. It's a good move. They're kind of cheap because they are both up after this year. I had them traded for Nick Nestrini, mid-tier prospect for a mid-team. Um, Stevs, you are Stevs, Tom, Scott Barlow, Amir Garrett. I know Stevs, you said Amir Garrett to the Astros. Yeah, Amir Garrett was the only guy I had moving. I don't think anybody else is going to move. I think the Dodgers more. could use a, a guy like Scott Barlow. Um, it's crazy because he used to be on them. I know, man. That's just crazy how the world comes back to around. Okay. Uh, but Amir Garrett, I don't think he's a guy you want on your postseason roster. He just hasn't been that good. He hasn't been that good. I'm, I'm going to look. I'm going to look right now. I'm going to, no, I'm going to beat you to it. I'm beating you to it with one hand. 333 over 24 and a third. Tom? Tom? What? What, you Why do you only have one hand? I don't know. I got my hand on my phone. No. Scott Barlow getting traded? Scott Barlow to the Dodgers. Amir Garrett, while he has been serviceable this season, still is going to regress. And I I think if any team is going to look at his advanced stats, it it doesn't look very good uh, for him. Mm -hmm. All right. Is it time for... It's time. For blockbuster number three the this is the holy grail of blockbusters first question to show how you're trying to get traded yes yes he has to yes at this point in time all right so who would like to go first dude there's so many weird Shohei moves i've seen i don't i don't know the rockies sorry the Giants don't have the prospect capital to get Shohei. 
we have the money to get him. We just don't have the prospects to trade for him. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if we get him in the off season, but trading for him is I think out of the question. Brad, Brad, yeah, I want to hear I, you. Yeah, I want to hear you first because there's some small market teams that could weirdly fit this guy, and they would just be so weird. You know where? Do you either of you know by chance where he lives in the off season? Don't say it out loud. Did either of oh, you know no. where he lives in the I, off season? I don't. I don't. Okay. I assumed he went back to Japan. Yeah. Sometimes, but he does have an American residence. It's okay. near a facility known as Driveline. Um, there are some pitchers that have been called up this year that really lit it up in their first couple of starts, then got lit up a couple of times. And then there's one guy who last I checked looked very, very nice on baseball savant. And he fits that perfect low arm slot, high carry mold. And the angels could really use some starting pitching, especially young starting pitching that's controllable for six years. The guy I'm talking about is in the 93rd percentile of expected ERA. I have Shohei Otani going to the Seattle Mariners. For Brian Wu, Bryce Miller, and Felman Celestin. I thought, okay. Let me, let me. Oh. I, I think that was, I I had him, I had him on my list as as a Mariner, but with Logan Gilbert being moved instead of, um, I think it was Wu. Just because they they're going to want a lot in return, and they, I think a major league ready, borderline really good pitcher, like, number four, number three, yeah, get out of here. Um, I think yeah, no, I I really I think it's completely possible. He really did like the All Star, um, you know, weekend. The fans love him. Staying on the West Coast, which you know is good for him. Um, staying closer to home, obviously helps out with the time differences and stuff. Um, and it makes sense. This is a team on the West coast that has prospect capital to trade. They have money to spend. Honestly, they've been growing as a, as a market recently and they have loyal fans. It's entirely possible. Stevs. Stevs. I had, th- so I had three teams. I had I had the Red Sox and then I had the Reds. I like the Red Sox. I think that'd be a good fit. I just don't think they have the prospect capital to acquire Shohei Otani. Obviously, they have the money to the Red Sox. I like the Reds, but I don't think it'd be the smartest move because I think going out and dropping a bunch of prospect capital on Shohei Otani when I don't think he'll resign, there's a smart idea, which left the Mariners, which you both know I've been talking about how I think no matter what happens at the deadline, I think Shohei Otani will look heavily at the Mariners this offseason and possibly go there. And he, that was my front runner candidate for him to go there. And I think it just makes too much sense, especially after Tom talked about it. He talked about loving Seattle uh, at the all-star break. I think that that is the best possible place for him. You know, Brad, I think, I think this one will be more interesting because clearly it's boring that we all picked the same team and we all did our research. Hunter Renfro. Yes. Name the starting right fielder for the Milwaukee Brewers. Is it? It's not Joey Weimer. It is. Oh my God! Who is their right field? It's Slapdick McGee. I don't know. It's freaking Blake Perkins. <laughs> it's it's reunion time, baby. Get Hunter back out there. I think I think the, they could use a guy like Hunter Renfro. That makes a pretty good outfield for them. Um, and I think that's the move that they're going to make. I think Hunter Renfro returns to Milwaukee to create the final push for the Brewers into the playoffs. 
and beyond. It's crazy yeah. that you mentioned that the Brewers make their final push. But what if you went to the other team in that race for no, the final no, push? You can't do this. <laughs> oh. If he goes to the Reds, the Reds who have a ton of infield depth, but could use an outfielder or two, fantastic arm, can slug it very well, especially in Cincinnati, which is a well-known hitter's ballpark, adds depth to the lineup. Hunter Renfro to the Cincinnati Reds. And he looks good in red. No, he looks good in that Milwaukee blue and the colors. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, real quick before, um, I wanted to double back to Jordan Montgomery. I think he's going to go to the Red Sox. Um, I didn't get to talk about that um, because we kind of just went to the next guy. But I was just looking at my sheet. Very interesting Um, move. Thank you. Um, For as far as Hunter Renfro, I think the Cleveland Guardians makes a lot of sense. I think that kind of adds to their archetype and kind of fits well within what the Guardians are building, what they have built, and just fits their prototype. Jordan Montgomery. Why was why 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 was Hunter Renfro more interesting than the Shohei conversations? We should, we should we make this episode. Jordan, Jordan I mean, not, 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 Hunter Renfro gets traded. Rated question mark. <laughs> um, I, all right, moving down ooh. to the Mets. The Mets. Jordan Montgomery. The Jordan Montgomerys. Wait, you think the Mets are going to get Jordan Montgomery? No, 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 no. I oh, think okay. I, I'm just the only one who hasn't said where he's going. Oh, um, you've said. you've picked a team to go once. You picked him to go to the Rays. Yeah. Stevs, you picked him to just go right there to the Red Sox. I think he goes to the Astros. It makes sense. We've all picked an Astro at some point. Yeah, God, that's that's so unfortunate. Everyone boos when the Astros get mentioned. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Uh, he gets traded to the Astros in exchange for Pedro Leon. On my sheet, I have the Cardinals getting nine prospects. I have the White Sox getting eight. It should be a good trade deadline for those two teams. It's going to be a good one for the Mets. That is what I have to say. Um, We mentioned outfielders on the Reds that they need. I had the other guy going to the Reds, Mark Canna. Um, I have Mark Canna getting traded to the Reds. Um, I mean, he's... Not necessarily the same archetype as Hunter Renfro, but he's another, you know, well-established outfielder. Some may what? say a top 10 left fielder. No, that's atrocious. That but, before this season, yes. During the season, no. Yeah, I, I think he could be moved to this Reds team. I think they could use an extra push, and I think Mark Hanna might need a change of scenery. I don't know what's going on in New York, but it clear, it's clearly nothing's working out there. So, I think You and Mark I Hanna, think alike, but in reverse. You had to go to because you had Hunter Renfro going to the Brewers, and I had him going to the Reds. Then you had Mark Canna going to the Reds, and I have Carlos Carrasco going to the Brewers. Oh, also him too. Mark Canna too. I I have them getting traded for this reliever named Abner Uribe, who sits 101. It's an 80 grade fastball. Um, The Mets love relievers, and it makes sense. Carlos Carrasco, not great, but. Again, it's a regular season trade that gets you innings going to the postseason. Uh, Canna fits your Hunter Renfro side of the the, the Brewers. Right, you just copied and pasted Carlos Carrasco. On the God Carlos damn it! Carrasco. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, says so where did you have these guys going? I like the pairing Brad had, but I had Canna paired with a different Met, 
and that's David Robertson. And I have them going to the Rangers. Ragnar. I, think it makes I sense. had David Robertson going to a different team. I'm going yeah. to the Blue Jays. Nah. Brad, where are you at on this one? David Robertson will be a – where is he? Just say you can say it. Arizona Diamondback. Oh, respectable. Because I have that's like in in my in my trade world, that's the only reliever I have going there so far. Yeah. And it kind of he's kind of like he's like quiet sexy, you know. He goes there, he gets the job done. He doesn't he's not too loud about it, and he's very good. I mean, yeah, that's a good day, Robertson. Yeah. I mean, these, yeah. Do you have any other players from this team moving? Do we have any Max Scherzer? Or he's actually, he's kind of cute. I don't have, no! I don't have Caress. Kind of looks a little I'll bit like my girlfriend's dad. Moving. What do you say? What? <laughs> no, we're just gonna skip over that part that Brad just said. So, so, I said my uh, girlfriend's I, dad, not my girlfriend. I know that's what made it weirder. Anyways, is David uh, Robinson? I'm gonna go with. Okay, I, I don't have Carrasco going. I think he's gonna stick. Um, and then. I was looking at Scherzer. Um, I saw talking baseball. They had him going to the Diamondbacks, which I don't think it's the worst idea in the world. But I kind of like him going to either Baltimore or what was the other team I had? Where'd it go? I've lost it, Brad. One moment. Well, to fill in the gap by Stev's I've... disappearance. What <laughs> I had wait, Stevs, go ahead. I don't know where it went. It's gone. I lost it. I had no movement. I had Max Scherzer staying on the team. Agreed. I think it's more of the fact they want to trade him. It's just the the comp the complexity oh, of the contract is too much to try and figure out at the trade deadline. Stebs. So it was Baltimore and the Rays. Those are the two teams because I think the Mets will eat the majority of Max Scherzer's contracts. Uh, Cohen's already come out and said they they will. Um, and I think the Orioles will give a little more to get him than the Rays will, and I think the Orioles will take him. All right, does that wrap up the the poor, sad Mets? Yes. I think so. All right, we've already gone through the Pirates and the Padres. You're correct? missing a team in between. Oh, no! Oh, do, you, no. do you think Donaldson gets moved? I don't think it would be a bad idea, but I don't know if anyone wants that contract, and... You mean the one no. that's up after this year? Never mind. I thought he had one more year after this. I think I it's. I'm pretty sure he has one more year because it was, was what four ninety two. He was only on the Braves two years ago, right? No, it was 2019. No, it's a mutual it... option next year for six million. Did you have a movie? Yes, because there's a stupid team that sees players who have good underlying stuff, otherwise known as a 349 expected WOBA, compared to like a 250 actual, some veterans who know what they're doing, and they're like, oh, he plays good defense. We're going to go spend a prospect on him. And that's the Dodgers. Yeah! Get him out of there! Um, It's just like, hey, Max Muncy's a piss-poor defensive third baseman. His hamstrings hurt. Josh Donaldson can play a competent third base, and maybe they can tap into. I still don't think Donaldson's a bad hitter. I think he's got New York pressure, and he's not going to be the how good he was in 2021, but I think he can be pretty solid again. 
I agree. Dodger. Oh, uh, I I didn't have I didn't have Josh moving because I don't think I don't think many people are gonna jump on Josh Donaldson, you know, regardless of the fact that he's had a very good peak in his career. I just don't think anyone jumps, even even if there are really good sabermetrics behind him. If there's gonna be a team that does, it's the Dodgers, but I just don't see it happening. Stevs, do you see it happening? No. All yeah. right, the Cardinals. This is the final blockbuster team. It's the final team, really. Unless you guys have any others that we haven't talked about. I mean, you, you put the Mariners out there. I don't see the Mariners selling regardless. I think Logan Gilbert will be moved to the Angels in that Shohei trade, but I don't think, you know, the, the main role players will be a part of this trade. The St. Louis Cardinals. Can um, we leave the blockbuster for last? Yeah. Uh, can we get can we get it out of the way that Nolan Arenado won't be moved? Because yep. people are saying that Nolan's going to get moved, and I, I think that's absolutely stupid. Steph. Yeah. Please. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Okay, thank goodness. Okay. Let's go with Dylan Carlson first. I think it's way too soon for Dylan Carlson to be moved. I think they're jumping the gun on this one. Do you think he's someone that could be moved? I think they move one of the young outfielders. They have an overfill. They do have an overfill, but Dylan Carlson... He's got a lot of upside. He hasn't performed nearly 1,200 at-bats, and there's still a lot of potential there. He's young. And there's a team where he's guaranteed to get at bats every day. This team has kind of just decided, hey, we had this really good defensive center fielder, but what are we going to do? Stick him at DH every day and not let him play the field. And that's the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, I mean, but who do the Cardinals get in return? I, I like a, like a, another prospect for a David Festa, who pitched in the Features game, and Alejandro Hidalgo. David Festa, solid arm. Alejandro Hidalgo, if I remember correctly, if I could find where he was, was a bit more intriguing. Yeah, he's a right-handed pitcher. Uh, low arm slot kind of guy. And he, you know, he can get up probably by age 23, which is when the Cardinals, they either want Major League Ready or guys that are going to develop in their system. David Fest is a little bit closer. He's in double A right now, and he did just show up in the Futures game. He is performing decently well. It's a 5.03 ERA, but 74 strikeouts and 59 innings pitched to only 24 walks. I think it's a good trade for the Cardinals, considering that they have other guys to be there. It's ballsy. I like it. I just don't see it happening. I don't see. I don't see a guy that's pre-arbitration getting moved. I, I see. All the other guys on this this list actually getting moved, but not Dylan Carlson. Steves, do you have Dylan Carlson being moved? No, I don't have him or Tyler O'Neill getting moved. Tyler Why not O'Neill? Yeah, O'Neill has to be moved. He's the Cardinals. He's do you like his positions? Hold on to people. Do you like what? Tyler O'Neill's positions on the sheet? Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. For those who are listening in, it says outfield slash IL because he's always <laughs> injured. Tyler has big muscles. He was good for one season. He's fast. He could be good. He could be really good. He's still pretty young, and he is the true blockade. I, I think if you consider Dylan Carlson a, a, like a, a door, Tyler O'Neill is a freaking like Great Wall of China. Like he's massive. He's blocking all these young guys from coming up. And he's not producing at the major league level very well. And I think it's time to move on from him. Um, 
With that being said, I have a lot of teams that could use an outfielder, and I'm not really sure exactly who I want to give them to right now. Steves, do you have an idea? Wait, never mind. You said no, Tyler O'Neill. Steves, please. Nope. I have changed my mind. I've changed my mind. Okay. What do you got? Uh, and I'm actually going to shift this into a two-team or a two-player deal with Flaherty and O'Neill and have them go to the Yankees because I think the Yankees are going to try and buy and fail miserably, and then they're just going to try and buy whatever they can, which will beat them. You know, I like that because the Yankees are gravitated to injury-prone players. They just love getting injury-prone players. I see it happening. They love injury guys. Uh, they're called the Bronx Bombers. You know, Tyler O'Neill fits the mold of a big muscular guy, hits nukes, always injured. Brad, do you see this happening? Do you think it's a potential? I had him going for Luis Gill. If you remember the yes! arm for a couple – if you remember him from a couple of years ago, he was pretty good. I think he's out for the rest of this year with injury. Um, I, I just free him. Yeah, it's a pitcher who's major league ready, and Tyler O'Neill's up after this year. Yeah, I, I like that move a lot. Um, um, Tom, you're the only one without Flaherty yet. Flaherty. Flaherty. I was looking up. I was looking up his stats, and I just – is this really a competitive postseason pitcher? Who do you think even wants this guy? I mean, Brad, who would you have him going to? The Tampa Bay Rays. Steves? Uh, the Yankees. I just had him parlayed with. O'Neal. Okay. I don't know who's going to want this guy other than maybe a, a team that wants a project, but I, I, I haven't the, given any. The, the Braves? No, I don't see that happening. I. So maybe, maybe the Houston Astros, I think they could use a fourth guy. I haven't really given the Astros – much pitching so i think if they're going to make a move it's going to be for starting pitching and flaherty could be tinkered with brad what are, you, what are you saying you gave him high school teammate lucas giolito the reunion of a lifetime okay now they have two projects now they get Louis, lucas giolito and jack flaherty good luck uh give them to houston when in doubt just throw them in houston man i there there's too many teams this guy's just not that good I, it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't get moved at all, but if he's going to get moved, I'm putting him on the Houston Astros. And that leaves the final guy, Paul oh, Goldschmidt, the year 2022 Holy. MVP in the National League. He's been good again this year, not the same caliber, but kind of Paul Goldschmidt, mm-hmm. which you'd expect him to be. Um, he's got a year and a half left. The Cardinals are clearly selling. And he's really interesting. Teams could use him. There's a lot of teams that could like a good first baseman, like the Philadelphia Phillies, who, after this year, Reese Hoskins is a free agent, and he's out for the year. They don't have a first baseman right now. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode when we talked about Jaime Candelaria that you might hear about a corner infielder later, and here's the guy. I have him getting traded for Griff McGarry and Orion Kirkering. Uh, two pitching prospects. Shocking that I'm trading pitching prospects to the Cardinals. Uh, not the highest tier, but Goldschmidt with a year and a half left is not going to get you the highest tier. Paul Goldschmidt to the Philadelphia Phillies. So I like that move. I do. But I'm going to give him to his the division rival, I'm going to give him to the Miami Marlins. I think Miami needs a – they need a thump. They need a thump. Sorry, I thought – sorry, I had a stupid. What What did you think? Nothing. What What is Des doing? Did you give him to Miami? 
I had him going to one of those two, and I was hoping you guys would sway me. And Miami, Stevs, make Paul go to Miami, Stevs. Make the right call. Make I don't right want call. him to go to either of these teams. No, but you hate the Phillies. The Marlins have been bad. I hate both of them. But the Marlins have a cooler lot. jerseys. When they have throwbacks, you love those. Outer, outer blues. I love those jerseys. I'm going to get one. And City Connect. Uh, I have. Yep, Phillies don't have one yet. Losers. I have the Marlins going in and just doing a lot this this season. I mean, I've had them getting Bellinger, Jan Gomes. Josh Hader. Josh Hader. And that's it. I didn't have them doing crazy stuff, but this is the, the, the crazy. I think, I think the Marlins are not one of the crazier teams in baseball, but if they're going to make a crazy move, this is the move that they need to make. Um, they don't need pitching. They don't need outfielders. Um, Garrett Cooper's all right. You can shift them somewhere else in the infield, maybe third base where Gene Segura is playing. He's batting like 150 right now. It makes too much sense. I think with Paul Goldschmidt in this lineup, you have a truly deadly offensive lineup. For the first time in Marlins history or in the last 20 years, you can say that the Marlins have a good offense again. I I think it makes too much sense. And that's 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 all I'm gonna say. I'm glad it came back to Pauly Poo because because Paul He's gonna end up. He's gonna end up on the Marlins. Although Brad's move right. makes perfect sense too. But says where, where'd you go? Right. Brad's move does make perfect sense. And I honestly think if the Mariners strike out with Otani, I think that Paul Goldschmidt might land on the Mariners, and that might be a decent idea. I like it. But I'm gonna assume that they don't strike out on Otani because that was my guess. And I'm gonna go with the team that rhymes with the Mariners, kind of, and looks similar. Red Sox. Oh. The Red what? Sox. Yeah, I, I was going to guess the Red Sox, too, Stevs. You're <laughs> off, man. Yeah, boo. Not me, personally. All right, Stevs, we got to work uh, on your rhymes off camera. Yeah. <laughs> every, no, every time I see Marlins. the Mariners, I think the Marlins. I, I swear they to God. Both throw them. Stevs, we will, you and will sing You will sing man. our intro next episode. You will wrap it for us with your, yep. with your – no, we don't uh, – with your rhymes – and we appreciate you all listening to the trade deadline. Uh, kind of chaotic. There's a lot going on. Will all these moves be made? Probably not. Will we be correct on a lot of them? Probably not. But it is fun to theorize. We all have how we want these teams to be built. Obviously, we kind of identified who our contenders are, who our sellers are, and the Oakland Athletics, who are the only team to have not participated in the trade deadline by anyone's standards. Uh Oakland, I feel bad for you. Everyone else, congratulations. You have either gained a prospect or a player that is going to help you in this season or future seasons. Thank you all for listening to the Florida Baseball Podcast. If you have enjoyed, please consider leaving a rating review, sharing this with a friend. All social media links are in the description below. We'll see you all next time on the Florida Baseball Podcast. Peace. Steve!